Every time we check into a hotel, we put ourselves in a frighteningly vulnerable position of trust. We close our eyes, hoping and praying we'll be lucky enough to open them in the morning. But the possible dangers lurking all around us are all too real. Our first story of the night is titled Come Out to Play. Bill and Stephen had been inseparable for as long as either of them could remember. They were brought together by their shared love of adventure and their longing to be out on the open road. For years, they had talked about embarking on an epic road trip together, and when the summer of 1976 rolled around, they just knew that it was finally time to turn their dream into a reality. As they loaded up Stephen's classic pickup truck with all of their belongings, the excitement of the unknown bubbled up within them. These two young men were setting out on a journey that would take them across the vast and varied landscape of the great state of Texas. They had no idea what lay ahead, but they were ready for anything. As they ventured down the winding country roads, Bill and Stephen were entranced by the majestic beauty of the landscape all around. The rolling hills and verdant fields stretched out before them, a visual feast that they drank in with delight. The feeling of liberation that the open road brought was almost too much, but they reveled in the sense of freedom that it gifted to them. They sang along to the radio and exchanged stories, their laughter ringing out into the clear summer air. Bill and Stephen couldn't help but feel a deep and abiding happiness. The joy of the journey was etched into every aspect of their experience, and as they drove on, they knew that they would never forget this incredible adventure. As the sun slowly set on the horizon, Bill and Stephen found themselves driving further and further away from civilization. The towns they passed through seemed abandoned, and an eerie silence hung in the air that gave them a sense of unease wherever they went. Both of the men felt increasingly anxious, as though something dark and sinister was watching over their shoulders just waiting for the perfect opportunity to reveal itself. The landscape around them seemed to grow more and more foreboding as the day turned to night and they couldn't shake that awful feeling that they were being watched. The one thing Bill and Stephen knew was that it was time to get off the road. As they stumbled into their dingy hotel room, their nerves were frayed and their bodies exhausted. They couldn't shake that feeling of unease that had been hanging over their heads all evening. Despite their best efforts to ignore it, the fear lingered in the back of their minds. As the night slowly passed, they were awoken by some strange noises that were coming from outside of their hotel room. At first, they assumed it was just the wind, but as these creepy sounds grew louder and more persistent, it became clear that something was desperately trying to gain entry into their hotel room. Initially, it sounded like fingernails being dragged up and down the door to their room. It was soft at first but grew with intensity and desperation as the night went on. An icy chill ran down both of their spines as they realized something really had been following them as they drove. The noises outside were like a relentless storm, growing louder and more frenzied by the second. The evil spirit from outside their door began taunting them, screeching and shrilling in a crackling female's voice, cursing at them and daring them to step outside and play. Bill and Stephen were terrified, their hearts racing as they frantically barricaded the door and huddled together. The room shook with each blow as something outside began pounding on the walls, and they could hear the scratching at the door that seemed to get even more frantic. Every breath they took was a reminder of the danger that threatened them from the other side. As the night wore on, the relentless barrage continued, and they knew that they had to find a way to escape. They racked their brains, trying to come up with a plan, but it seemed like there was no way out. They were trapped, with nowhere to turn and no one to help them. All they could do was wait and hope that they would make it through the night alive. 
Just as they thought they couldn't take it anymore, the relentless barrage of noise suddenly stopped and the room fell into an eerie silence. Bill and Stephen waited, hearts racing, until dawn, unsure of what to expect next. When the first rays of sunlight began to peek through the windows, they knew that it was time to flee the hotel as fast as they could. They gathered their things in a frenzied rush, their nerves stretched tight, and made their way out of the room. As they stumbled out into the morning light, they couldn't help but feel a sense of relief wash over them. They had survived the night, but they knew that they would never forget the terror they had experienced in that terrifying hotel room. Their breaths came in ragged gasps as they sprinted down that long parking lot to get to their truck, their feet pounding against the pavement. They knew that they had to get as far away from the ghostly hotel as possible, and they pushed themselves to the limit, driven by a primal fear that spurred them on. As they drove away from the haunted hotel, Bill and Stephen couldn't shake the feeling that something was following them. They kept looking in the rearview mirror, expecting to see the shadowy figure that had been watching them from a distance. But each time they looked, the road behind them was empty, and they were left to wonder if they had simply imagined it. Despite their doubts, they couldn't shake the feeling of unease that lingered with them as they drove on. They kept glancing over their shoulders, half expecting to finally see that unseen force emerge from the shadows and come after them. It was a long and unsettling journey, but they eventually made it to safety, grateful to have survived their nightmarish encounter with the unknown. After the terrifying events of that night, Bill and Stephen never spoke of what had happened. It was as if the whole evening had been erased from their minds, a nightmare that they couldn't fully remember. But they both knew, deep down, that they had narrowly escaped something truly terrifying, something that they could never fully understand. You never know when one of the most terrifying encounters of your life will come at the hands of the living. Whether it be a stranger, an acquaintance, or even someone you know, these monsters can often appear in human form. With devilish intentions lurking beneath their seemingly normal exterior, these monsters can leave you feeling helpless, scared, and uncertain. Be wary of those around you, as even the most innocuous encounters could lead to a most horrifying experience. And this next story of ours is titled Spring Broke. Jenny and Sarah had been counting down the days until their spring break trip to Fort Lauderdale for months. They had heard tales of the pristine sandy beaches, the lively parties that went on till dawn, and the endless sunshine that bathed the city. They were determined to experience it all firsthand. As they packed their bags with the essentials like swimsuits, sunscreen, and beach towels, they could feel the excitement building within them. They set off on their journey, ready to make memories that would stay with them forever, and to bask in the warmth of the sun and the energy of the city. Upon arriving in the vibrant city of Fort Lauderdale, Jenny and Sarah were met with a crushing blow. Every single hotel and hostel in the city was fully booked. Their dream vacation, which they had planned for months, suddenly seemed to be slipping away. But they were determined to not let this disappointment defeat them. Despite their exhaustion from the journey, they rallied and were forced to get resourceful in order to make their dream come true. They were ready to explore every avenue and try every option until they found a solution. As they roamed the streets of Fort Lauderdale, Jenny and Sarah's quest for a place to rest their heads seemed a fruitless endeavor. But just as they were ready to lose all hope, their fortunes changed. Along the outskirts of the city, they chanced upon a roadside hotel. Though it appeared run down and decrepit, it offered the promise of a roof over their heads, a far better option to sleeping in their car. With a sense of cautious optimism, they checked in, daring to hope that this unassuming establishment would prove to be the unexpected haven they needed. 
As Jenny and Sarah approached the front desk of the hotel, they were greeted by the eerie presence of the owner, a man with an unsettling demeanor, his cold and calculating wife standing by his side. The couple's eyes seemed to pierce through the girls as they checked in, and Jenny and Sarah couldn't shake the feeling that there was something deeply unsettling about them. But they had no other option but to stay in this strange place, and so, with a sense of foreboding, they made their way to their room. As they entered their room, the eerie atmosphere continued to linger. Every creak and groan of the dilapidated building seemed to only add to their unease. Despite their reservations, they decided to make the best of their situation and unpack their bags. As the days passed, the unease that Jenny and Sarah felt upon arriving at the hotel only intensified. The owners, with their cold and calculating demeanors, seemed to be hiding something. Their secretive glances towards the girls made them feel as if they were constantly being watched. Despite their attempts to make the most of their vacation, the feeling of something sinister lurking in the shadows refused to dissipate. Every bang and bump in the night of that old building seemed to whisper of hidden dangers, and every glimpse of the owners sent shivers down their spines. Their dream vacation had quickly become a nightmare, and they couldn't wait to leave the unsettling hotel and put this experience behind them. As the wind howled and the rain pounded against the windows, Jenny and Sarah were making their way to bed. The creepy atmosphere of the hotel had made them uneasy all night, and the storm raging outside only added to the feeling of dread. Just as they were about to lay down, a loud, forceful knock at the door made them both jolt in surprise. It was the proprietor of the dingy old hotel, his voice urgent and full of concern as he informed them that a dangerous storm was brewing outside and that for their safety, everyone needed to take shelter in the basement. The two girls quickly grabbed some essentials and followed the owner to the basement. As they descended the stairs, the howling wind and pounding rain only seemed to get louder, and the sense of unease that had been creeping in all night reached a crescendo. As the owner led them down a dimly lit corridor, deep within the eerie hotel, Jenny and Sarah couldn't shake off their growing unease. Despite their reservations, they followed him, unsure of what lay ahead. And as they entered a room they had never seen before, their fears were realized. The room was a cramped, musty cell, with a low ceiling and damp stone walls. As the owner locked the door behind them, both girls could feel their hearts sink at that moment. Jenny and Sarah felt trapped and claustrophobic. They knew they were at the mercy of that sinister couple running the hotel, and they couldn't believe they were being held captive. Every wisp of wind that blew by that old building seemed to echo with the girls' growing despair, unsure of what their fate would be. With mounting panic, Jenny and Sarah frantically searched their cell for anything that could aid their escape. But as they scoured every inch of the cramped, musty space, it seemed increasingly hopeless. Just as they were about to accept their fate, Sarah's keen eye spotted a loose brick in the wall. With renewed determination, they put it to use as a makeshift tool, their fingers aching as they hammered at the door with all their might. And finally, with a satisfying crack, the door gave way, and they were free. Their hearts raced as they stumbled out of the cell, the musty smell of the damp stone walls and the weight of the low ceiling lifting off their shoulders. They had escaped their captors, but they knew they weren't out of danger yet. They had to move fast, they weren't sure if the captures were aware of their escape or not, but they didn't want to risk waiting to find out. With adrenaline pumping through their veins, Jenny and Sarah dashed through the stormy night, their captors' shouts echoing in their ears. Every step was a battle as the wind and rain whipped against them, but they pushed themselves to the brink, their hearts pounding in their chest. As they ran, the city lights came into view, and they knew they were getting closer to safety. 
Their legs ached and their lungs burned as they finally reached the city limits, but they didn't stop. They pushed on, their eyes fixed on the safety that lay ahead. And when they finally collapsed on the ground, panting and covered in sweat and mud, they knew they had made it. They were safe, but the memory of their captors and their harrowing escape would stay with them forever, a constant reminder of the dangers lurking behind the facade of even the most seemingly harmless places. When the authorities arrived, Jenny and Sarah's captors were finally brought to justice. The owners of that roadside hotel were revealed to be none other than a notorious serial killer couple, the Morrisons. The girls could hardly believe that they had come so close to falling victim to the pair's twisted desires. They had barely escaped with their lives, and the memory of that night would haunt them for years to come. Hotels around the world are renowned for their chilling hauntings. From tragic accidents to sinister events, many innocent people have met their untimely demise while staying in a hotel. Unfortunately, many of these innocent people have not checked out of their hotel rooms alive and continue to reside in the very room they died. And this next story is titled The Lonely Bride. Ryan and Melissa stepped out of the cab and onto the cobblestone streets, their hearts beating with excitement as they caught sight of the majestic Hotel Monte Vista looming before them. The historic structure seemed to radiate with a sense of elegance and mystery, and they couldn't help but feel a sense of awe as they gazed upon its intricate architecture and picturesque facade. As they approached the grand entrance, they couldn't help but notice the ornate details that adorned the doorway, from the gleaming brass doorknobs to the intricate wood carvings. The lobby was a feast for the senses, with its soaring ceilings, sparkling chandeliers, and plush velvet furnishings. They felt as if they had been transported back in time to another era, one of glamour and refinement. Their room was just as magnificent, with its high ceilings, antique furnishings, and large windows that offered breathtaking views of the city. They couldn't wait to explore every inch of the hotel and uncover all of its secrets. From the mysterious winding staircases to the hidden alcoves, the Hotel Monte Vista was a treasure trove of surprises just waiting to be discovered. And as they stood hand in hand, looking out at the stunning vista before them, they knew that their honeymoon at this historic and charming hotel would be a trip they would never forget. The Hotel Monte Vista was more than a place to lay their heads at night. It was a living, breathing piece of history that they were privileged to experience. They were thrilled to be honeymooners in such a grand and romantic place, and couldn't wait to see what adventures the hotel and the city would bring them. As Ryan and Melissa stepped into their honeymoon suite, they were greeted by a sense of unease that seemed to linger in the air. The room was grand and luxurious, with plush furnishings and elegant decor, but something about it made them feel as though they were being watched. Melissa couldn't shake off the feeling that there were eyes upon her, and Ryan couldn't help but sense an eerie presence manifesting within their room. They tried to brush it off as their nerves getting the best of them. But the feeling was very noticeable, and it was as if the suite was alive with unseen forces. As they settled in, they couldn't help but notice the small details that seemed to hint at a darker history. The paintings on the wall seemed to gaze upon them with a profound intensity, and the shadows that lurked in the corners seemed to stretch and writhe in an unsettling way. They couldn't quite put their finger on what was causing this strange feeling, but it was as if the suite had a past that it was trying to reveal to them. That night, as Ryan and Melissa settled into the plush bedding of their honeymoon suite, they were suddenly jolted awake by a faint tapping sound coming from the window. They cautiously approached the window, their hearts pounding with anticipation and fear, and peered outside. 
To their shock and amazement, they saw a ghostly figure standing in the moonlight, her ethereal form bathed in an otherworldly pale glow. The figure was that of a young woman dressed in a flowing white wedding gown, and she seemed to be staring directly at them. Her eyes were full of longing and sorrow, as if she were trying to communicate something of great importance. Ryan and Melissa were frozen in awe, not daring to move as they gazed upon the ghostly apparition. As they watched, the woman seemed to raise her hand and gestured towards them, as if inviting them to come closer. Ryan and Melissa were hesitant, unsure if they should follow the ghostly figure, but they couldn't shake off the feeling that she had something important to reveal to them. And so, they stepped outside to follow the ghostly woman into the darkness. As they followed her, the woman led them through the winding paths of the hotel, her ghostly form gliding effortlessly through the night. She took them to a hidden alcove, tucked away in a corner of the hotel, and there she gestured towards a small plaque. As they read the inscription, they discovered the tragic story of a young bride who had died on her wedding night in that very room. The ghostly woman was her spirit, still lingering in the hotel, seeking comfort and closure. As they stood there, in the moonlight, holding hands, they knew that this ghostly encounter was something they would never forget. They were privileged to have a glimpse into the past, and in a way, it was a reminder that even in death, love and emotions continue to endure. Ryan and Melissa were taken aback by the ghostly apparition standing before them, her mouth moving soundlessly as she tried to communicate something to them. Though startled, they didn't want to appear rude and so they tried to listen to her with an open mind. But as the ghostly woman spoke, it became clear that she was uttering words in a language that was foreign to them. They could see the urgency and intensity in her gaze as she spoke, her ghostly hands gesturing wildly, but they couldn't comprehend the meaning behind her words. It was as if she was trying to tell them a secret, something of great importance, but it was beyond their understanding. They stood there, staring in confusion, as the ghost grew more and more agitated, her voice growing louder and more insistent. They could sense the frustration and disappointment emanating from her, as if she knew that they couldn't understand her. They didn't know how long they stood there, trying to listen to her, but eventually the ghostly figure began to fade away, disappearing into the darkness. As she disappeared, they felt a deep sense of regret and sadness, knowing that they had failed to help her in some way. They couldn't shake off the feeling that they had missed an important opportunity to communicate with the spirit, and had left them with a feeling of incompleteness. As the sun rose and set, the ethereal presence of the ghostly bride lingered, her translucent form appearing before Ryan and Melissa with increasing frequency. Each time she materialized, she brought with her a sense of otherworldly intrigue, leaving behind strange clues and cryptic messages that seemed to hint at a past steeped in darkness and tragedy. The couple couldn't shake the feeling that they were being drawn into a mysterious, unsolved puzzle, and they couldn't help but wonder what secrets the ghostly bride was trying to reveal. Each encounter with her left them on edge, unsure of what the next vision would bring, and yet, they couldn't shake the feeling of a strange, inexplicable pull towards her. The ghostly bride seemed to be leading them on a journey through the past and they couldn't wait to uncover the truth. Fueled by a burning desire to aid the tortured spirit in finding her final rest, Ryan and Melissa embarked on a determined mission to uncover the truth. They scoured every nook and cranny of the ancient hotel, leaving no stone unturned in their quest for answers. Each clue left behind by the ghost was like a puzzle piece, and they were relentless in their efforts to fit them together and unravel the mystery of her tragic past. With every discovery, the couple felt they were getting closer to understanding her story, and they were determined to solve the puzzle and set her free. At long last, the truth was laid bare. 
Ryan and Melissa's tireless efforts had finally paid off, and they had uncovered the secret that had been tormenting the ghostly bride. She was revealed to be the doomed spouse of a wealthy businessman that had owned that hotel. Her life had been tragically cut short on the very day of their nuptials. The brutal murder, a crime of greed and jealousy by one of her husband's business partners, had gone unsolved, leaving her to roam the earth in a state of perpetual unrest, desperate for answers and seeking retribution. The murderer was revealed to be the current owner of the hotel. The discovery not only gave them a sense of closure, but also a deeper understanding of the ghost's plight, and they knew they had to bring the truth out in the open to finally lay her to rest. In that moment, as Ryan and Melissa stood in solemn reverence by the ghost's side, they watched as the weight of her torment was lifted and her spirit finally found peace. The ethereal bride's form dissipated into the ether, moving on to the next existence, finally free from the shackles of her earthly pain. The couple knew that they had been privileged to witness something truly extraordinary, a humbling and life-changing experience. The time they spent at the Hotel Monte Vista will be forever etched in their minds as not just a honeymoon filled with mystery and intrigue, but also a time of deep love and bonding. They were able to bring the current owner to justice. He confessed to the young bride's murder due to the decades of guilt he had felt for her death. Be warned, not all ghosts are friendly. Some are malicious and malevolent, both in life and death. If you ever encounter a malicious spirit, you could be in for the fight of your life. So, always be prepared and stay safe when venturing into the unknown. This next tale of terror is titled The Many Ghosts of Bill Davis. Jake, Alex, and Sam were entranced by the allure of the unknown, the inexplicable. Ever since they were teenagers, they were captivated by the mysteries of the paranormal. They would spend hours upon hours, huddled together in hushed tones, discussing ghost stories and theories about the supernatural. They were always in search of something more, something that would quench their thirst for the unseen. And so, when they heard the whispers of an abandoned hotel, nestled on the fringes of their small town, they knew they had to investigate. They couldn't resist the pull of the unknown, the beckoning call of the abandoned hotel. They had to see it for themselves. The boys arrived at the hotel on a dreary and stormy night, their hearts pounding with excitement and a hint of apprehension. As they stepped through the splintered doors, a distinct sense of unease enveloped them. The air was thick and motionless, and an inexplicable feeling of being watched clung to them, sending shivers down their spines. They couldn't shake off the feeling that something was amiss, that something sinister lurked in the shadows of the abandoned hotel. Despite the mounting fear gnawing at the back of their minds, the boys pushed forward, venturing deeper into the crumbling halls and barren chambers of the hotel. As they delved deeper into the forsaken building, the strange occurrences began to mount. Jake couldn't shake off the ghostly visions of twisted visages, contorted in agony that flickered before his eyes. And as the eerie feeling of being watched intensified, a sense of foreboding crept within him, growing stronger with every step they took. Alex and Sam could sense the mounting unease within Jake, and they attempted to provide reassurance, yet they too couldn't shake off the eerie atmosphere that seemed to cling to every inch of the hotel. Suddenly, a deafening noise shattered the stillness, and they whirled around to confront a spectral apparition looming before them. It was the ghost of Bill Davis, the former proprietor of the hotel, his spectral form seething with an unearthly malevolence. The ghost of Bill Davis began to speak, his ethereal voice recounting with pleasure the tales of how he had brutally murdered each and every one of his guests, one by one in the hotel. The boys listened in paralyzed horror, the blood freezing in their veins as they realized the true nature of the danger they were in. 
They tried to flee, but the ghost of Bill Davis seemed to be everywhere, his spectral presence blocking their every move, his malice-filled eyes following their every step, closing in on them relentlessly. As the boys battled for survival, a feeling of utter desperation consumed them. They knew they had to break free, but it seemed a hopeless endeavor. Just when they thought all was lost, a glimmer of hope flickered in the darkness. The ghost of Bill Davis began to fade, his spectral grip on the boys weakening. They could sense the malignant presence receding, the path to freedom revealing itself before them. It was now or never. They summoned every ounce of strength and will they had, and made a mad dash for the exit, not daring to look back. With one final surge of energy, Jake, Alex, and Sam broke the spectral chains that bound them, barely escaping the hotel with their lives. As they stumbled out into the tumultuous night, drenched in rain and sweat, they swore to never forget the terror they had just faced. The memories of the ghostly presence in that haunted hotel would follow them forever, a constant reminder of their brush with death. For many of us, the rest we get in hotels can be labored and fraught with worry. Our subconscious minds are constantly on guard, protecting us from unseen danger and refusing to let us relax. This can keep us up through the night, possibly saving us from something truly evil. Our next little story is titled A Bump in the Night. Lily was a woman of independence and adventure, relishing in the freedom of traveling the world on her own for work. So, when the opportunity arose for her to stop and rest for the night at a picturesque roadside hotel, she didn't hesitate for a moment. The neon sign flickered as she pulled into the parking lot, the gravel crunching under her tires. She stepped out of her car and took a deep breath, inhaling the crisp, country air. The sound of crickets and the distant hoot of an owl filled the night. The scent of blooming flowers from the surrounding gardens wafted through the air. As she entered her room, she couldn't help but feel a sense of serenity wash over her, the peaceful setting providing a welcome respite from her hectic life on the road. She smiled, knowing that this was exactly where she was meant to be in that moment. But the serenity was temporary as Lily was rudely awakened in the dead of night by a loud, incessant noise coming from the other side of the room. At first, she thought it was just a nightmare, a figment of her imagination, but as the sounds grew more frantic, she knew it was all too real. Her heart raced as she sat up, trying to make sense of the commotion that was disrupting her rest. It was clear that something was amiss, and she couldn't shake off the feeling of unease that crept over her as she lay there wide awake. As Lily lay in her bed, she was immediately assaulted by a whirlwind of chaos. Furniture and objects flew past her, hurtling themselves wildly across the room and crashing into the walls with deafening force. In the midst of this whirlwind, a guttural voice roared and bellowed curses, directed at her with unbridled rage. She felt sharp claws scrape across her skin, leaving burning trails of pain in their wake as if a ferocious animal was trying to tear through her flesh. It was a scene straight out of a nightmare, and Lily couldn't believe this was happening to her. Despite the overwhelming fear she felt, she knew she had to keep her wits about her if she wanted to survive this ordeal. Lily's heart pounded in her chest as she jumped to an upright position in her bed, a desperate urge to flee coursing through her veins. Throwing off the covers, she leapt to her feet and raced to the door, her bare feet pounding against the worn wooden floorboards. She didn't dare look back as she tore through the room, leaving all of her possessions behind in her panicked flight. The cool night air whipped at her face as she bolted through the silent streets, her only thought to put as much distance between herself and that cursed place as possible. She ran and ran, her breath coming in labored gasps, until the city lights were nothing more than a distant glow on the horizon. 
and as she collapsed, exhausted, on the edge of a field, she vowed never to return to that haunted place again. Over time, every beautiful place becomes filled with spiritual energy. Historic old hotels are no exception, as they seem to be particularly charged with the spirits of those who have stayed there in the past. From fond memories that they hold on to, to tragic accidents that may have left them forever trapped in the walls of the hotel, these spirits can be felt in the atmosphere. Whether these energies are positive or negative, they are an undeniable part of the history and charm of old hotels. And our final story of the night is titled The Horror Within the Cecil. Mildred was a woman of tireless spirit who took great pride in the work she did as a hotel cleaning lady. And when she was given the opportunity to work at the Cecil, a grand and historic hotel that had stood the test of time for over a century, her excitement knew no bounds. This was a chance for her to work in a place brimming with history and grandeur, a hotel that had played host to countless guests, celebrities, and dignitaries, and had been the backdrop to countless memories and tales of wonder. She couldn't wait to step through its doors and experience it all firsthand, to feel the weight of its history on her shoulders, and to take in the sights and sounds of a place that was so much more than just a place of work. It was a journey back in time. The Cecil had long been shrouded in a cloak of mystery and intrigue, whispered about in hushed tones as a place that was just a little bit creepy. But Mildred was not one to be easily swayed by tales of the supernatural, for she had always been a pragmatic woman who put her faith in hard work and common sense. She scoffed at the idea of ghosts and ghouls and was convinced that the hotel's reputation was nothing more than a collection of old stories passed down through the years. But as she stepped through the doors of the Cecil and felt the weight of its history upon her shoulders, she couldn't shake the feeling that maybe, just maybe, there was more to this place than met the eye. As she set to work cleaning the grand halls and sumptuous rooms, Mildred couldn't shake the feeling that something was amiss. Despite her initial skepticism about the hotel's eerie reputation, she began to notice strange occurrences that she couldn't quite explain. As she polished the mirrors, she thought she saw fleeting glimpses of a man's reflection, even though she knew she was alone in the room. At first, she dismissed it as nothing more than her mind playing tricks on her, but as the days passed, the occurrences became more and more frequent, until she couldn't deny that something out of the ordinary was happening. Her mind raced with questions and doubts, but she couldn't shake the feeling that she was on the brink of discovering something truly extraordinary, hidden deep within the walls of the Cecil. As the days passed and Mildred settled into her work at this grand hotel, she found herself increasingly plagued by the ghostly presence that had started to make itself known. The spirit of the man, whose reflection she had seen in the mirrors, began to reveal itself to her with greater frequency, each time more insistent than before. His image appearing to her sitting on the bed, twisted with agony and terror, etched in her mind, making it hard for her to shake off the feeling of being watched. She tried her best to ignore the presence and go about her work, but the sightings became more frequent and harder to ignore, leaving Mildred struggling to find a balance between her duty and the feeling of unease that had begun to take hold of her. One day, as Mildred was diligently cleaning one of the grand rooms at the Cecil, she felt a light tap on her shoulder, causing her to jump and spin around. She expected to find one of her colleagues standing there, but instead, she was met with the most unsettling sight she could imagine. The ghostly man, whose presence had been tormenting her for days, stood before her, his face twisted in and distorted expression. The shock of the encounter was overwhelming and she felt her knees buckle beneath her. In that moment, the reality of the paranormal activity hit her, and the fear of the unknown consumed her. 
This was the moment she realized that this was not just stories passed down, but there was truly something unearthly at work in the Cecil. Mildred's screams echoed through the halls of the hotel as she stumbled out of the room, her heart pounding wildly in her chest. She could hardly believe what she had just witnessed, the ghostly man standing before her, his face twisted in an unworldly expression. She knew in that moment that she could not, would not return to that room, not after the terror she had felt. She raced to find her supervisor, her mind spinning with the urgency to report what she had seen. But to her dismay, her supervisor refused to believe her, dismissing her claims as a figment of her imagination. Despite her protests, she was instructed to finish her shift, leaving Mildred to grapple with the fear and uncertainty that had gripped her in the wake of her encounter with the otherworldly presence. Despite her shaking hands and racing heart, Mildred knew she had to return to the room to complete her work and prove to herself that she was not a victim of fear. Determined to overcome her terror, she pushed back her emotions and entered the room once more, her eyes flitting around the space as she tried to keep the ghostly presence at bay. The energy in the room felt heavy and oppressive as she worked swiftly and efficiently, trying to finish her task and get out of there as soon as possible. Despite her best efforts, she couldn't shake off the feeling of being watched, but she pushed through it and finished her work. Gathering her cleaning supplies, she fled the hotel, never to return again. The memories of the ghostly man and the feeling of being watched would haunt her for a long time to come, but she was grateful for the opportunity to escape and never look back.